1: Terrific question. Need to get that answered. Don't have it for you today.
2: That's the voice of Bruce Levine. Our guy, Bruce Levine, speculated here Monday that the White Sox could make an announcement about a new stadium in the South Loop very, very soon.
1: I'm told that if this thing's going to get done, that it's going to be get done rather quickly. Rather quickly could mean two weeks, the next month, but rather quickly. Those are the things we know. <sighs> And I don't know. You can pick out anything you like about what you don't like about it, Mike and David. But I, I, I don't, I don't see any losing
0: here.
2: And that was Bruce with you guys. How realistic do you think we'll uh, find out if there's going to be clarity on this stadium talk before spring training? Any possibility the excitement about the ballpark relocation could ease the pressure of the guys running the baseball team this year? Um. I love this. I love what Bruce had to say. Uh,
1: When we first heard the idea, you know, we told everyone, get your snow shovel, meet us down there. We'll go after the show and start digging. I'm all for it. Um, The sooner the better. Let's make it happen. Um, I I mean, the idea that it could move that quickly, though, that, that did. That was one of the things echoing my head when I left here. Two weeks or next month, and again, It is the 23rd, uh, so it could be both two weeks and next month.
0: (laughs) Well played. I'm all for it. Eight days away.
2: (laughs) I mean, the renderings look beautiful, as you guys mentioned, and I just still am befuddled why nothing other than a casino has been talked about to go on this piece of property, the seventy eight all this time somebody's been sitting on it i guess some real estate guys some heavy duty investors type people it would be great but i I mean it would the fan base the fan base might not put pressure on the team but i don't know how a new stadium would take pressure off the people running if anything i think it might even increase the pressure because especially when you start talking about the, the 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 billion dollar question who's paying for this thing
0: Yeah, I think those are the questions that will need to be answered. But I do wonder about that dynamic because Sox fans need some good news and have been desperate for something to look at to feel positive about because it's been so hard for such a long period of time. Last year just seemed like one kick to the head after another. And it was like, oh, last year this time we're debating Mike Clevenger, I think. Oh, my gosh. Wow. This is a breath of fresh air. Potentially. And that's why I wonder. I do. I'm curious about the effect of if they, before spring training next month or next week, (laughs) either, if they announce plans to say, we're going to build in the South Loop. That puts people in a good frame of mind. And then spring training, eh, well, you know, maybe that arm injury doesn't feel so bad. Maybe trading Dylan Cease doesn't look so bleak. Maybe, maybe, maybe. I don't know. But I do think that it's well, long overdue that there's something to feel good about if you're part of the Sox fan base. And I do wonder how much impact that could have on everything else and how it may affect people's view of, you know, losing potentially 90 to 95 games. I think they're two very separate things. But when you look at the organization, you need something to cling to as far as to give people hope. A new ballpark in the South Loop would do that. If you could find a way to pay for it, certainly. I just wonder for how long would that last? Pick six. The
2: MLB's Mark Feinsand wrote, the Cubs remain the favorite for Cody Bellinger, but they are waiting for him to come down from his asking price, quote, north of $200 and end quote. Is that the point of no return for the Cubs? Would you rather the Cubs invest $200 million to bring Bellinger back or keep the money and reinvest in players who want to be in Chicago?
0: I know that this question has to be asked. I know that this story has to be written. I would love to have a Cody Bellinger-free zone for a week because I'm tired of hoping for that. I just want to see the next mention of Cody Bellinger that he will be appearing at a news conference at, at the Cubs headquarters at Wrigley Field. Uh, I just... We have talked about the price for Cody Bellinger and what they can do and what they can't do. Just come and get it done and arrive and return and play center field or first base. Just bat third. I just, the speculation is getting tiresome. I understand this story. I don't know how much Boris is working behind the scenes to kind of position these guys who he has relationships with, but please. Enough. Just bring him home. Land the big fish.
2: Well, why would the Cubs pay him $200 million when it appears that nobody else is even really talking to that? I mean, you're negotiating. It's kind of like why did they pay Craig Counsel what they did when nobody else wanted to pay him, including the team that he managed before, which was willing to make him the highest paid manager in all of baseball. Notice, David. I didn't say skipper, um, but I just did for you. So you're negotiating against yourself. You can wait. I, this is going to be like Dexter Fowler. He's gonna, he's gonna, like, he's gonna like sneak up on the Cubs at spring training, and here he is, Cody Bellinger. But like in the meantime, feel free to go get like Reese Hoskins, like something like that. Feel free to do something.
1: Yeah, I, I honestly don't believe this has anything to do with the manager, and I don't think it's a very fair comparison because. While they did spend a lot of money on the manager, he was set to go someplace. He He was choosing, and all of a sudden they were the surprise team that had outbid everyone. And I would imagine it cost a bit of money to get him to come to Chicago because he was in Milwaukee, and we saw the reaction to that from the fine people of Milwaukee, The, the facing of a park, for God's sake. So. I I think you got to pay for that if you're going to get them. This has nothing to do with Bellinger. You're right, though. Why negotiate against yourself? Because, you know, it's like you're in the housing market and you're like, hey, my neighbor is apparently they're getting divorced. They're selling their house. How much do they want for it? Well, their heart's set on this number. You got to pay uh, half a million dollars or they won't sell it. All right. Well, we'll wait a month and see if they're still selling it, and we'll we'll give them four forty. Oh, you're going to upset them. They'll be very upset about it. Well, they're leaving, right? They're moving. Why make a business deal where you're paying someone when what they want instead of what it's worth? So, don't bid against yourself. Get the best deal you can. You know who cares if Scott Boris is promised two hundred million dollars? It it's like it's wait, just wait, and then when it comes down to it, you can jump in.
0: They could not have waited for Craig Council. The no, Mets, the that Mets was would it. have paid him. That's right. The Mets would have paid they him. Was no, they wouldn't. Have. They said there was a limit. They were they were right where the Brewers were. I don't. I don't think the Cubs overpaid or bid against themselves with Craig Council. I they think jumped
1: it, in before he it, went somewhere else. If
0: they wouldn't have done that, somebody else would have made him the highest. He didn't want to go anywhere. They some, misplayed that. Some, somebody would have made him the highest-paid manager in baseball. They didn't misplay that. They played that like a maestro. They did
1: pretty good jumping in, pleasing everyone. And, again, that's not hundreds of millions. That's some millions. And David is now leading the orchestra.